Welcome to The Realist Uncensored, where we're bringing you real fucking issues with real fucking opinions. I'm Checkers, and over there, as always, is MJ. What's going on, guys? So just a little reminder, we have two formats on the show. We have The Realist Wrap-Up, which is today's show, where we take articles from the week that we think need to be talked about, and we talk about them. And then we have The Realist Unwrap, where we take a specific subject that's out in the real world and not on TikTok, and um, talk about it. <laughs> well, pretty soon, no, nothing's going to be on TikTok. No, I don't know. I mean, at least for the government right now. Yeah. All the state and federal government agencies, it looks like. You need to start somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, so how, how, how's the week been? Not bad. Yeah, Not same bad. Here. Same here. It's just, just been pretty interesting uh, as our... Shit on our Instagram starting to get a little traction, starting to see these people that are leaving comments just to leave comments. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> they don't, no, I know it is pretty funny, but I mean, they're, they're, they're literally like, and it's not an attack at the left or the right or whatever, but you know, people just want to assume because you're, you're putting a certain article out there or a certain opinion that you go a certain way when it comes to political stuff, but I mean... I, I can understand why it would look that way, but I mean, yeah. But when when you see injustice or or you know some stupid shit happening or not happening, it, it should piss you off as an American, whether you're you're left or right, far left, far right, doesn't matter. Exactly. But I mean, it's just uh, most of the stuff on the the leftist side is just backing whatever Biden's saying because you know, and giving no explanation with it. Yeah. <laughs> the owners the owners of those companies are so busy licking his nuts, so. Um, but anyways, it's, it, it's pretty comical. Like I, 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 I have known that there is a lot of stupidity in society, Yeah. but the stupidity that you see in people's comments, like people are leaving comments on reels that we are dropping. Yeah. It's a little and, ridiculous. Well, well, no, it's, it's not that it's ridiculous. Let, let's, let's point it out. They're literally want to say something so bad that they say something and it has nothing to do with the fucking post. Right. <laughs> like you're talking, you're talking about something from fucking years ago. Yeah. That it. And I understand maybe a few years ago. Yeah. Maybe that, that, that subject um, that you're talking about goes with something, but you know, doesn't go with what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. So, if, I mean, you're only making yourself look stupid if you're going to make those comments like, like, like what we've been seeing. Yeah. But. So, I don't know. It it's just something that uh, it's just really comical because like people people are so so excited to get on social media and leave a post on something and be like, yeah, I really told them. But then you got the ones that are that are, and I've noticed this a lot with the comments coming from people from the left because you can just read them and uh, know like what where they stand. Right. But they want to say something. And call me or you an idiot or stupid, which I don't care about. Yeah, what I, I find what, what I find funny is they they want to say that, but then they don't want to use the example or educate us why we're wrong or why we're stupid or why we're an idiot. They just want to get out there, call you an idiot, and then and then because they, they're trying to provoke, yeah, they're an, trying an yeah. online fucking argument, which is fucking juvenile. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fucking do that. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but I don't know. Fucking stupid. 
but I'm gonna I'm gonna get into my first article here. Whoa! And um, okay. it's not it's not really an article. It's more of um, it's more of a fucking tweet that popped up and it, you know it was talked about. Okay. But um, activist David Hogg, Americans have no rights to guns. Um. Uh. Well, well they, they, this guy's a fucking idiot, okay? Well, yeah, just, just here, on that here, statement. Well, here's his tweet, okay? You have no right to a gun. You are not a militia. When you're talking about the Second Amendment rights, you're talking about states' right to have what is today the National Guard. The modern interpretation of the 2A is ridiculous fraud pushed push for decades by the gun lobby, okay? We did an episode on this. Yes. And I and I think he needs we need to send him the episode. But so he says we are not a militia, okay? The definition of a militia real quick, a military force that is raised from the civil population to supplement a regular army in emergency. Okay? So you civil population. It's right. a civil population. It's the total resident population. Resident. Right. Civil population means total resident population, excluding active duty military personnel. Dependents of active duty military personnel are are included in the civilian population. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, this... you, you, dude. You're you. Everybody forgot who the fuck you were, so you had to come out and. I'm, I, I wouldn't be surprised if in a couple of weeks we see him talking about abortion issues, but <laughs> he wants to talk about this and say the American people are not the militia. The American people are the militia and you fucking idiot. It is not the national guard. The national guard has its own fucking duty. And what that is, is they are on call for when shit gets too real over in the areas where well, I can't list all the areas we're in because we're pretty much in every country. Yeah, so the world. Because we got to have a, <laughs> a presence. Oh, yeah. Definitely need a presence. Hey, you can't do that. What? You, you just can't do that. We're, we're, we're here. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. We're, we're, we're the American soldiers. We're here. Yeah, there's can't. three soldiers over there. You can't do what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he gets on here, says this. He probably got a fucking bunch of, yeah, he did. He got like a bunch of likes on it from people that, don't even uh, understand what he's saying because as a militia, the American people, if this play, if America was, you know, overrun by uh, a Russian Chinese or whatever military and our military force is spread out all over the place. Like it is now, including the national guard. Yep. We as the American people are the ones that are going to stand up. We are the militia. Exactly. So he's a fucking idiot. And, you know, if you want to side with a fucking idiot, go ahead. But this guy doesn't even fucking understand. Like I've said multiple times, he's allowed to say this on Twitter or out in public because of American citizens that have firearms. Exactly. Because if we didn't have firearms as law abiding citizens in this country, this dipshit wouldn't be able to say a fucking thing because the government would be dictating everything he's doing. Exactly. So he couldn't be an activist running his fucking mouth about shit he doesn't know what he's talking about. And this is, he's, a, he's the exact example of what you've said in a previous podcast that, you know, they're going to use you to further their agenda, 
But then when when they're done with you, they're gonna tell you to face the wall and just fucking shoot you in the back of the head. Oh yeah, he'd be the first one because yeah. he fucking he he he's he's too much of an activist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He wants to go against every, everything you know that everybody's doing. So what are you gonna do in that situation? You're gonna go against the the government who now has control of everything, like literally everything, because right. you're a fucking idiot. Yep. Yeah. Fucking dumbass. Yeah. I, I, I just don't get it. Like you, you, you want to, you want to say stuff like you are not a militia. Dumbass. David Hogg, get on the fucking internet and Google definition of militia. You yeah. can educate yourself before you go out and sound like a fucking idiot. And that's the funny thing with all these activists and all these dumbass people trying to push their, uh, you know, the far left's agenda. And well, I'll also say the far right's agenda because I think they're working together. But anyways, um, all you have to do is get on, get on fucking Google, get on whatever and research shit. Go to the library. And the, and the other thing I don't get is like, dude, if you don't like fucking guns, then don't like guns. Just keep your mouth shut. Somebody, somebody you know has one. Fucking don't talk about it. Be like, no, that's not for me. And leave Simple. It at that. You don't need to get out there and and start saying this stupid shit. You sound like a fucking idiot. And then when this was posted on the screenshot of this was posted into the article, that he had forty three thousand uh, likes on it. So you got forty three thousand fucking morons <laughs> that like it because they they're they're just believing whatever they see on social media. Right. That's fucked. So. On to my uh, next art, my article from CBS. U.S. agencies have 30 days to remove TikTok from federal devices, the White House says. And, you know, this is, uh, this is pretty good. I know, I know it's only for the, the government, but uh, fucking, I think it's a step in the right direction. You know, we've, we've talked about this before, about TikTok needing, needing to be banned. And, uh. So let's jump into the article. The directive from... Definitely needs to be banned. Oh, definitely. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But now you can jump in the article. Okay, thanks. Thanks for the permission. No problem. (laughs) The directive from the Biden administration comes after the popular video app was banned by Congress on federal government devices in December, amid growing national security that TikTok's Chinese parent company, BitDance, could give access to user data to the CCP. National security experts also fear that the CCP could use the app to spread misinformation and disinformation or manipulate the algorithm to control what the users see in the U.S. Hmm. That sounds, sounds familiar from Twitter, <laughs> from former Twitter. Yeah. Like I said, I think this is the first step in uh, the first right step in banning TikTok. But, you know, this article, from what I see from this article, is the far left is in fear of China leaking out what they have on the Biden family. You know what I mean? So they're, they're, they're actually trying to, in my eyes, do what TikTok, I mean, what Twitter did before Elon was there and controlling the algorithm, controlling what people see. Well, actually, um, it goes further than controlling the algorithm. I was listening to a different podcast. Um, I forget which one. But they talked about a guy who reverse engineered TikTok and what it actually does. Like they, they go into your phone and 
they are pulling like everything from your phone. It's not just out of Yeah. Like no w- shit. Why, why once I heard that, like, um, it kind of makes sense why the government wants it off their, uh, their, um, phones. Right. Which they were talking about how eventually they can go in and run programs on your phone without you knowing or even consenting to, to gain more data. That's fucked. Like they're, they're literally taking everything off your phone, contacts, whatever, like whatever they can get out of the phone and putting it into, you know, a folder. Right. That's fucked up. And I don't know why America's so upset. I mean, I get it. They want to act like they're, they're, they're protecting the American people, but they're doing the same thing. Yeah, they are. <laughs> They've come out and said that. Yeah. Like, like our FBI agent, Tommy is probably watching us right now. Yeah. Listening hope you, through our phones. Hope you're doing good, Tommy. so it goes on to say early this month deputy attorney uh, general lisa monaco said the chinese government requires companies doing business there to turn over the keys to their data she said the data obtained today could be used in new frightening ways tomorrow she predicted during an address at a british think tank i don't use tiktok and i would not advise anybody to do so she added later Some lawmakers would go further than banning TikTok on federal government devices and have encouraged to ban the app on all devices nationwide. Like you said, we we both said, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and it it doesn't just uh, go off of what I said either, you know. And also, um, where I did hear about that, the whole um, thing where they reverse engineered the the app to see what was actually going on, I heard that on um, the... Pat Gray on Lee's show, and um, that was their Tuesday show, I think, and they went into that. It was actually a lengthy, uh, lengthy clip they played because it actually had a lot of detail in it. So, if anybody, well, yeah, if anybody wants to check that out, that's where where I uh, I pulled that from. It's not just out of out of thin air, right? Right. And that that goes along with what what I was saying is, you know, we believe it should be banned on. A, a different level uh, than than what they're talking about because we've noticed that people that use TikTok a lot, their attention span is just fucking it's they're like non-existent basically. Yeah, and they're saying stupid shit and they're pulling all of their information and using TikTok as if it was a news outlet, and it's not, or or almost like a school. Yeah, exactly. They're right. like self-diagnosing on TikTok and yeah, you know I remember I remember back when um. WebMD came out and people are self-diagnosing on there because you could just put in your symptoms and it's like, oh, you have cancer. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? But um, it goes on to say, TikTok's CEO, Shu Zi Chu, is set to testify before the House Energy and Commerce Committee in March about the platform's relationship with CCP, its consumer privacy and data security practices, and its impact on kids the committee announced in January. So I think that's a good thing that they're going through and actually, you know, going through with a fine tooth comb and trying to get some shit to actually get this band all together. Well, the other thing too, that's funny is he, he wanted to say, which we said in last week's podcast is there's uh, millions of people over here that wouldn't be able to use their voice on his app. And then, you know, the millions of people or billions of people that use the app around the world wouldn't be able to hear the American you know, voice on the um, app anymore. Well, that's, well, that's right. That's well, fine. no, what, no, in that that's bullshit. Because if you go over to fucking 
um, China and see what's on the actual app that the Chinese are using or over there, it's positive content. It's like, oh, how fast I can get this Rubik's Cube done or, you know, stuff that's good for the brain, not right. fucking some stupid ass girl pretending she's getting fucked by her patient. Right. She has nothing yeah. better to do with her life. So she's going to sit there and slap her own ass like a fucking <laughs> like. And then you have these dumbasses actually feeding into it. It's like, no, I'll do a better job than that. Well, please. No, first of all, if you can, that's great. Keep it to yourself. I don't want to fucking see that. <laughs> so we'll keep this TikTok train rolling here. Oh, nice. Chinese spy car. Mercedes Benz will integrate TikTok into dashboard of certain models. Oh, Mercedes-Benz plans to integrate Chinese TikTok into the dashboards of certain models, drawing the anger of people who consider the Chinese-owned social media app nothing more than a surveillance tool. The Washington Post reports TikTok, the Chinese-owned video app, has been making headlines recently after U.S. lawmakers began strictly enforcing restrictions on the app's use. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. No, nice. yeah, you got you got all wound up. I thought you were. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Some have begun uh, begun advocating for the app to be banned entirely in response of growing worries about the threats it poses to national um, security. But even as TikTok looks to broaden its appeal to new demographics, conservatives and others that are that care about the national security and the mental health of teenagers are working to ban the app from this country entirely. Great. Yes. Should be done. I don't know what you got to work on. It, it, I don't know. Either, <laughs> but it's Washington. Like I said yeah, before, I, you know, I it know. fucking takes forever. I know. And it, it shouldn't be that, that hard. It should just be contact these fucking cell phone manufacturers and be like, take it off the fucking app stores exactly despite controversy over the chinese app companies are eager to collaborate with the platform including mercedes-benz the new e-class sedan from the german automaker which will enable users to download third-party apps directly to the center display such as tiktok zoom and the game angry birds was recently unveiled angry birds that was like 10 years ago no, see, I see a problem with this because as a as a driver, because I'm I am a truck driver for a living. This isn't what I do for a living, talking to this microphone. But there is also there's a big enough problem with people on their fucking cell phones. Like everybody has fucking Bluetooth in their car, but everybody's holding their fucking cell phone to their fucking face while right. it's on speaker. Like like. Yeah, I was I, I was actually just thinking that myself. That you know, we, we we're out there driving, we could see these people literally just sitting on their phones, swerving all over the place, yeah, they, practically they, hitting us. This isn't going to help anything. No, there's no need to have any anything other than navigation on there. To be honest, you're driving a car. Yeah, through through the partnership, passengers will have access to mobile apps on sep on a separate screen that will be hidden from the driver while the car is moving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> fucking stupid dude, dude is there, like everybody already knows like if you go get like a fucking aftermarket deck in your car there's a wire you gotta buy so you can watch the movies while you're driving yeah and even even some of them there's there's a way to bypass the factory screen so you can watch youtube and shit yeah. as you're rolling down the street yeah so, so don't don't act like you're doing everybody a favor saying oh yeah you can't can't shut up <laughs> the partnership is part of a larger 
initiative by Mercedes to improve the driving experience for customers and to remain competitive in the sector that is becoming more and more dominated by technological innovation. That's not technical. That's oh, a, that's oh, not oh, oh, they're, they're trying to improve the driving experience. That. <laughs> How does that improve the driving experience? You're not if you're using TikTok and driving down the street. You're not driving anymore. You're watching TikTok. If you can't you if you can't fucking handle holding a cell phone to your hand and drive at the same time, why is TikTok or any other app fucking? Well, no, you you should be using the Bluetooth or like a headset. You shouldn't even be holding the damn phone, but. Right. How 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 is having TikTok in your car improving the driving experience? It's not. <laughs> I I I I mean that that's a dumbass statement. Yeah, it is. The company is l- looking to adopt new technologies that can make driving more pleasurable. What, it, like, what <laughs> it's driving. I know. I know. You know what makes it more pleasurable? What makes driving more pl- pleasurable? Looking at the fucking road <laughs> and engaging as it aims to broaden its reach to newer de- demographics. Like, uh, oh my god, I can't. I can't believe that they're actually seriously considering. You know, having the demographic of TikTok users and you in wanna, their fucking well, sales. Well, here's the thing. People are going to figure out how to watch TikTok while they're driving, okay? And people's attention span when they're sitting on their couch sucks. Now we're going to do this? Yeah, it's... <laughs> oh, the fucking insurance company is going to be paying out like fucking crazy. But no, no, like... There's going to be accidents everywhere. I know. Like, and, you, and you know what? Everybody's going to be like, oh, Mercedes is doing this? We got to do this. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's fucking stupid. Um, the collaboration allows TikTok to connect with new users and uh, keep working to grow beyond their current user base. Wow. What, do you, what the fuck are you talking about? Who do, Like, okay, I know I don't use TikTok, but if you took a st- like statistics, what, who are you, who are you going to hit now that you're not hitting <laughs> by putting your shit in a Mercedes? Like, Oh yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to grow our current, current, uh, user base. Yeah. Cause they're, they're definitely not using. Yeah. Nobody, Mercedes. no. Yeah, well, no, nobody's using TikTok. So yeah. Like that's fucked. You're all fun, like, <laughs> however, there are national security concerns with any collaboration involving TikTok, especially in light of recent legislative actions in the United States. Congress approved a ban on the app for federal government devices in December, and about two dozen states followed suit. Well, they better get the next piece of legislation ready for these Mercedes Benz because, you know, government officials yep. probably using them. Critics claim that the app could be used to spread propaganda and other types of false information and that it threatens the privacy of American users. Yeah, it does. Mercedes views the partnership as a way to embrace new technologies that can make driving more engaging and enjoyable. Um, no, <laughs> it's they, distracting you wh- from driving wh- while staying ahead of the curve in a rapidly changing sector. Hey, you know, you know what would be really good for one of these car companies is to not follow suit with everybody and not do this shit. So then when fucking people are driving off the road because they're looking at 
fucking the the latest fucking girl slapping her own ass on the TikTok screen. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's going to happen is you're going <laughs> to... <laughs> there are going to be major accidents because these dudes that are on there saying, I can do it better. They're going to be, they're going to be in there trying to jerk off. <laughs> and they're going to lose their dick. And <laughs> how'd you lose your dick? Oh, I was watching TikTok. <laughs> I just picture the car, the, the fucking car crashes and fucking all you hear is, Oh yeah, daddy. Oh yeah. On the side of the road. <laughs> And you know, you know, you know, there's gonna be some stupid guy that fuck that, that that will make headlines. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But it presents TikTok with a chance to reach new users and further its efforts to appeal to older demographics and perhaps the ability to spy on Westerners in a new way. Hmm, that's funny. That's a German automaker. Yeah, pairing up with a, a Chinese. I know, and uh, I thought I thought Germany is not supposed to be going with the China way because of sanctions and stuff. Mm, I, yeah. Well, I know that I don't think there's any on China yet, but still they're a NATO country. They're a NATO country. Yeah. Exactly. That, that right there should, you know, raise a red flag for, for people. Yeah. So, uh, just sum up the article, you know, um, people while you're on the road, stay away from the brand new Mercedes Benz E classes. That's right. Makes <laughs> Because there Give might be plenty a, of room. Well, yeah, there might be a guy driving by with his dick out. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so my next article is uh, a kind of a continuation of an article I brought uh, last week it's from Fox News. Trans child molester Hannah Tubbs crafted new female identity in jailhouse call with dad. Sources say. Hannah Tubbs, formerly known as James Tubbs, discussed a shift in gender identity as a part of, of a jailhouse phone call regarding the defense lawyer's strategy to how on how the convicted child molester was being, quote-unquote, housed prior to a guilty plea in Los Angeles, according to law enforcement sources' knowledge of the call. Tubbs, 17 at the time, at the time of the attack, has criminal records in California, Idaho, and Washington, and pled, pled guilty last year in the case last year. It involved an assault on a 10-year-old girl in a Denny's bathroom on New Year's Day in 2014. Under lenient policies imposed by Los Angeles District Attorney George Gascon, he received a softball sentence of two years in a juvenile facility at the age of 26. So they must not have caught this guy from the, from up until recently. And that is absolute bullshit. I mean, the fucking, all, all of it. Like, how, how the fuck did this guy only get two years for mentally scarring a fucking 10-year-old girl basically for the rest of her life? And she's going to have fucking issues for the rest of her life. And this is fucking, this guy just gets fucking two years and he can't even fucking handle that because he's trying to fucking skirt out, skirt around from where he's being fucking kept. Like, this is fucking stupid. And... He was put in a juvenile facility at the age of 26. No, 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 that, that doesn't fucking fly. Yeah. You need, you need to do You need to be in fucking gen pop and you need to fucking face the music for what you're fucking, what you did. It, it doesn't make any sense. I really can't stand how these fucks are getting, getting these dumbass fucking light sentences for mentally scarring an, an innocent young girl for life. Like this is fucked up. 
there needs to be fucking so many more people talking about this and uh, you know i get accused of well, you, you also messed up her childhood too because oh yeah you know she how old was she 10 10 yeah so you definitely messed up her childhood and this was in 2014 so you know she's she's grown up and, and whatever but and and you know you can go through uh fucking like talking to therapists and shit and that can help, but it's it doesn't fix it because you hear all the time of men and women that have these situations like this fuck them up for life. Well, and a lot of them don't come out and talk about it until um, later on in life when it's already f- fucked them up. And now yeah. they're trying to get help or talk about it, and they've already been dealing with it for 10, 15, 20 years. Right, and that, that just, the mental toll on that and the, the, the stress and... Like I, I can't even imagine going through that. Like some, like some of these people actually actually have to do, and basically, I think that motherfucker should be strung up by his fucking balls while he still has them as part of his fucking sentence. Yeah, like fuck him, fuck. Put him. It on pay per view. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Another way for the government to make money. See, why aren't I, they doing I, I, it? I really, I really hope Andy Frisella comes out with some type of uh, TV programming. Where, where this shit's on pay-per-view or something. Oh, they'd be fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes on to say, however, a previously undisclosed January 5th, 2021, jailhouse phone call recorded, captured the first conversation between the newly minted Hannah Tubbs and her father, according to law enforcement sources. He goes, hey, uh, uh, Hannah, the father says at the start of the call, according to the sources. Huh? Tubbs replies, the guy in jail. Mm. Hannah, the father, repeats. Tubbs replies with a confused yes, according to the sources, and the father explains that he had spoken to the defense attorney who called him and said she represents Hannah. I was like, who? He replied again with a laugh. Tubbs explained, explains the name is spelled the, the same way forwards and backwards, and the father says he would have picked Jamie. how about you take this fucking bullet in your head how about that um the call came shortly after another conversation between the two in which Tubbs, still identifying as james said his lawyer was working on a solution to his quote-unquote housing problem in jail the sources said his his housing problem what 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 fucking problem is there you fucking broke the law you pled guilty to it now do your fucking bitch ass two years you yeah. should be getting fucking way, way more of a sentence than that. If not, you know, basically what we said. <laughs> yeah, or worse. Or worse, yeah. And like I was talking about last week when I brought the article uh, out there saying he was trying to skirt around the law by identifying as a woman after he was put into jail. And this is, this is it right here. Here's the proof that... He's not trying to get around the sentence. He's not trying to get around the conviction because he pled guilty. But what he's trying to do is identify as a female to have an easier time in jail while he's doing a sentence. And that's the thing that these people are doing, and they're fucking getting away with it. And then he'll go rape some um, female in prison. Yeah, probably. It does. It just doesn't make any sense. They can't let this happen. If they do, then there's going to be a massive amount of inmates changing their identity so they can have an easier time in jail because they're going to be going to the fucking the female jail and, you know, trying to trying to have an easier time over there because they know they're going to get their asses kicked or 
fucking or they're gonna get raped, which oh more power to them. <laughs> well, they're they're actually do, they're actually doing that. They're putting uh, a lot of in people will say, oh that that's fake. That that that's not happening. Like no, yeah, it yeah. is. It's happening all over the place. Men are going in. They're going in, uh, being charged and put into jail. And then last minute they're changing over to, oh, I identify as a female. Yep. This isn't a new phenomenon. No, no, it's, 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 it's really happening. Like this is what's going on. And then fucking, you know, then they're wondering why some female, um, prisoners are now getting pregnant in prison. Magically. Magically. Yeah. It's not just the CEO is doing it. So. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, on to my next article is uh, the FDA authorizes combination flu COVID tests for home use. What the fuck? <laughs> the, the Food and Drug Administration on Friday approved the first combination test for flu and COVID-19 that can be used at home, giving consumers an easy way to determine if that runny nose is caused by either disease. Oh, I can't stand how fucking... The COVID-19 and flu home test, which can be purchased without a prescription. Yeah, you heard it right, people. Without a prescription. <laughs> uses collected nasal swab samples and delivers results in about 30 minutes, the agency said. And it has the side effects... I'm not going to list them off, but <laughs> <laughs> while at home, COVID tests are readily available. This is the first uh, home test for influenza A and B, commonly known as the flu. The test was granted an emergency use authorization, which facilitates the availability of the medical countermeasures during the public health emergencies. So now, so now the flu is <laughs> like the flu has been around for how I long? Know. What the fuck? Uh, Jeff Sherin, director of the FDA Center of De uh, Devices and Radiological Health, called the authorization a major milestone in bringing greater consumer access to diagnostic tests that can be performed entirely at home. How about instead of doing everything at home, you fucking go see a goddamn doctor? No, exactly. But Get that's, what, that's what the World Economic Forum wants is fucking everybody at home. New world order. Um. The agency said that the test is for individuals with signs and symptoms consistent with a respiratory tract infection and said it can be used on children as young as two with adults collecting the samples. Well, last time I checked, um, don't you got to be a doctor to uh, know the signs of a respiratory tract infection? Yeah. yeah. That, 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 that's why they don't have medications like certain antibiotics, well, actually all antibiotics, you have to have a prescription for. Yeah. Because you can't self-diagnose yourself. No, you can't. And how do you know that, like, that that doesn't make any sense. That There's been way too many fucking um, false positives with all, all these other COVID tests that they had. So I don't trust that shit. It recommends that the test be reported to healthcare providers and cautions that there is a risk of false positive and negative results. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did you read this article? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But you, but you, but you have to notify your healthcare provider as soon as possible. 
Why? If you're self-diagnosing. I know. If if yep, I got COVID. All right. Well, what 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 do you do after that? I don't know. Just fucking sit in your house with your thumb up your ass. I know. Watching TikTok. <laughs> I know. Individuals who test negative and continue to experience symptoms of fever, cough, or shortness of breath may still have a respiratory tract infection and should seek follow-up care with their healthcare provider, the agency said. How about you just start by going to the fucking doctor? Yeah, because... If you, it- if you feel like you're sick or whatever, because you're not going to know if you're not a medical prof- medical profession, you're not going to know whether you have a respiratory tract infection. You might be like... Man, I don't feel good. Right. Yeah, and then you, they're, they're, when you go there, when you contact them, be like, "Hey, I, at my home test, I, I I tested positive for COVID." They're gonna be like, "All right, well, come in, wear a mask, blah blah blah," and then we're gonna test you. <laughs> I'm not even taking a home test if I don't feel good. I fucking go to the doctor, or most of the time it's vitamin C. It's most of the time it's a fucking common cold, anyways. And then yeah. you go to the doctor, and they fucking check you out and they charge your fucking insurance just to tell you, yeah, it's going to pass. Yep. It's coming cold. (laughs) (laughs) Citing the impact of COVID and RSV, another respiratory infection, the FDA said it recognizes the benefits that home testing can provide and would work to increase the number of tests available. How does it, how does it, uh, what's the benefit? Yeah, I, well, actually, I thought it was going to be in the article, but I'm, I guess not. Like this is that's fucked up. Also, they're doing also they're doing is trying to push the positive numbers of COVID up. That's all that I can see. Well, from it's this. it's it's all coming back. Like you you got like everybody's going to have to start wearing masks soon again, probably because you know if, if the more you're watching it, the more this COVID shit's coming back. Well, yeah, because now now we're coming up. It's it's, it's 2023 now. The next election is in 2024. Yeah. So they're going to start all their bullshit. Now, watch. This is what's going to happen. They're going to fucking come down with some, either it's COVID or something else, and they're going to instill fear with the the fucking population, and they're going to be like, oh, no, we we know exactly what to do, and everybody's going to go along with that side. And yeah, not, not learn anything from this, all this bullshit. Exactly. Where people got fucking vaccinated and they didn't need to get vaccinated and people were wearing masks and, um, didn't need to be wearing masks. No, because it was proven. Like, like you said, yeah, that it's, it's harmful to, to breathe your own carbon dioxide that that's coming out. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm not wearing a mask ever again. No. If you got a problem, put your fucking mask on. Yeah, if you think exactly. Does, if you think it does so uh, such a great job, put your fucking mask on. Yeah, and that's the and, thing. And the other thing, why are you even near me? <laughs> six feet. It's supposed to be six feet away. Do, why are you even in my eyesight? <laughs> like I don't like. If I don't have a mask on and you're so worried about it, why are you this close to me? Exactly. Why are you confronting me? Yeah. Yeah. You should be on the other side of the fucking building or store or parking lot or wherever. Running away, screaming so, like a little girl, like you are. If you're so worried about it. Right. All right, so on to my next article from Fox News. The Air Force relieves two commanders and four leaders at North Dakota nuclear bomb missile base. Major General Andrew J. Gabara, commander of the 8th Air Force, relieved Colonel Gregory Mayer of the 5th Mission Support Group and Major Jonathan Welch of the 5th Logistics Readiness Squadron, both based at Minot Air Force Base or Minot Air Force Base, 
The Air Force didn't identify the commanders, but an Air Force spokesperson confirmed their identities to task and purpose. These personal actions were necessary to maintain the very high standards we demand of those units entrusted in supporting our nation's nuclear mission, said Gabara. I completely agree that the bar needs to be at the top and there shouldn't be anything but the best at that level. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if these are, these are one of the most important people in our country and they really don't get any public recognition for what they do in their positions. So they, they should be recognized for that first of all. But I think it's a little weird that this happened after the Chinese balloon fucking went over, hovered over fucking North Dakota and then, you know, passed on. But it goes on to say, Mayor Welch and four subordinate leaders were relieved of command due to a loss of confidence in their ability to complete their assigned duties, the Air Force said. The Air Force did not specify why commanders had lost confidence in all six individuals. And like, like I said, this is exactly why I picked this article, because it's a little suspicious that the, that the Chinese balloon went over the U.S. and then... Not that long after, these guys are being let go. To me, it sounds like that's an inside intel situation that they had to do with something with the Chinese spy balloon. But it goes on to say the 5th Bomb Wing operates the B-52H Strata Fortress aircraft, which is one of the two types of nuclear-capable bombers that the Air Force uses, the news outlet reported. Another thing they could be doing is sharing our intel with Ukraine at the direction of Biden, I think. So that's that's my opinion. But with all this shit going on on in the world, you know, it's it's a little weird. These high level guys were let go when there was you know potential illegal surveillance happening in the exact area where the balloon was hovering and passed by. So and and now you have China over there threatening us basically because we're backing Ukraine, and they're they're going on and trying to back Russia. So. Well, they're, they're also trying to call for the end of the war, too. And if um, fucking China is able to talk them into some sort of agreement to end the war, America is no longer a superpower. No, no. So for all you idiots out there, though, like, oh, we need to be doing this and supplying shit. No, what you need to do is be trying to end the war, not supplying the war. That's that's part of being a superpower is, is ending wars, ending conflicts. Yeah. Not, not going in there, you know fucking balls to the wall and just knocking shit over like there there should be that should be the first line is the a diplomatic you know true search or or treaty or, or whatever and to end things peacefully that way their fucking people stop dying like i don't i don't want anybody in ukraine or russia or anything like that to fucking die because of this stupid war everything should be everybody should be able to sit down and be like this is this is how we fucking resolve this issue I mean, the whole thing, first of all, it's not even our fucking situ- our situation. It shouldn't be even on our lips, but because Captain Dipshit over there fucking sucks us into the Ukraine because of his, you know, financial ties with Ukraine, fucking... Well, the money laundering. Yeah, exactly. But, oh well. Oh well, the U.S. and Taiwan set to exchange tr- uh, hundreds of troops for training. <laughs> Yeah, you can just spread it out. No, let's get involved with another war that has nothing to fucking do with us. Right. 
but we're a superpower. We got to take care of all this. You know, when another nation starts getting aggressive with a with another nation that we back, we got to be there for them. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> a new report says the U.S. military is gearing up to more than quadruple the number of troops it has deployed to Taiwan in the coming months. At the same time, Taiwan is reportedly aiming to send around 500 of their own soldiers to the U.S. later this year, which would be a significant increase over its previous rotations. Both deployments would be focused on bolstering and training Taiwan's military and come at a time with increased friction between the U.S. and China. Great. The Wall Street Journal article revealed that the U.S. military in the coming months will be significantly increasing the number of troops it currently has stationed in Taiwan, which in the past has included special operation forces like Green Berets and Marines. The Wall Street Journal states that the amount of American personnel currently planned to be deployed to Taiwan will be between 100 and 200. Should be zero. Yeah, it should be. The article went on to explain that the increase in U.S. troops will expand our ongoing training program for the ROC armed forces that the Pentagon has tried to keep under wraps to avoid provoking Beijing. The plan increase would be the largest deployment of forces in decades by U.S. on, on Taiwan. As the two draw closer to counter China's growing military power, the article stated, the additional U.S. troops will help train the ROC armed forces on American weapon systems as well as familiarize them with U.S. military tactics and maneuvers. The officials speaking to the Wall Street Journal didn't provide many details beyond that, like where exactly Taiwan, well, where in Taiwan the exercises will occur or whether personnel are going to be permanently deployed or sent solely for dur duration of the training program. If the U.S. troops are going to be deployed to Taiwan permanently, it would be notable increase over the 39 American personnel stationed there as of September of last year. So, so we had 39, <laughs> 39 people over there. Hey, don't do that. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's fucking... Hey, you. Don't do that. We got, we got a presence here. The U.S. Defense Manpower Data Center... I'm surprised there's no acronym. Um, detailed that this number included 23 active duty troops from all four branches of the military. On the other side of the exchange, Taiwan's central news agency, CNA citing unnamed military experts and sources familiar with the matter reported that the country's Republic of China, ROC, armed forces are planning to send combined arms battalion to the U.S. for training in the second half of the year. This marks the first time troops at battalion level, typically consisting of around 500 soldiers will travel to the U.S. for training rather than a platoon of 20 to 25 to 60 troops or a company 80 to 150 level as in the past, the CNA article says. Also referred to as a joint battalion, the unit will reportedly be comprised of soldiers from the ROC Army's 333rd 
Mechanized Infantry Brigade and the 542nd Armor Brigade, while troops from these brigades will comprise the majority of the battalion. CNA explained that the teams will also consist of legion officers from infantry, armor, Navy, Air Force, and Army aviation units, along with special operators. Jesus Christ. Not our issue. No, None of that should be over there. No, nothing. No. Nothing. Well, I mean, uh, they're coming here to learn, to learn from us. Well, too bad. Let's yeah. fucking figure it out yourself. I know. In 2019, Taiwan began the process of restructuring uh, its combined armed arms battalions and the efforts to operate more independently in a fight. Even though the ROC army neglected to confirm or deny the details of the reported deployment, the U.S. to CNA, the service did tell the outlet that all military exchange programs with foreign countries are handled accordingly to predetermined plans. Specifically, where the U.S. in where in the U.S. the Taiwanese troops would train is also unclear. The Wall Street Journal notices uh, notes the Michigan National Guard is currently training a detachment of the ROC Armed Forces at Camp Grayling in the state's northern region. Luke Air Force Base in Arizona is also known to host training squadron of f-16 fighters uh from taiwan i don't understand why we're wasting all our time training these people yeah and housing and money and yeah know, all that shit yeah regardless of the location the tra- the training exchange comes as top u.s military officials are becoming increasingly open about how china which sees taiwan as a rogue extension of the country could potentially invade the island in a relatively uh, in the relatively near future. These predictions have additionally come with pushes to begin better preparing for the possibility through a number of means, be it increasing military training or ramping up weapons productions. <laughs> and that's just, that's just, uh, it just shows what a, what a dictatorship is. Yeah. A, a financial news outlet based in Japan last October reported that talks of joint weapons production between the two countries has uh, had begun with the goal of either providing Taiwan with technology needed to produce more arms locally or manufacturing the weapons in the U.S. using Taiwanese parts. Again, why are we worrying about something that has nothing to do with us and it's not on U.S. soil? Exactly. Like, and that, if they're... They're being taught military strategy and, and all this other shit. Why the fuck are we, is another country like us, why are we teaching them that? Because now they can take that. Let's, who's to say that they're not just being like basically spies for, for China? Yeah. And trying to figure out like what we do, what we have and all that shit. Taiwan is already a customer of U.S. produced weapon systems like high mobility Artillery rocket systems, guided M30 rockets, Stinger manned patrolled air defense systems, and Javelin anti-air, anti-armor missiles. That's pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, but when you think about it, now now we're su- going to be supplying potentially two wars. So we're we're not going to have enough shit to defend this country if it comes down to it. No, no. However, the military aid that the U.S. has been uh, funneling into the war effort in Ukraine has slowed 
or outright halted delivery timelines of these weapons to Taiwan, promoting the proposed joint weapons production. Much of the growing collaboration between the U.S. and Taiwan stems from the Taiwan Policy Act, which was overwhelmingly approved by the Senate Foreign Relations Committee last September and seeks to encourage diplomatic relations between the two countries. Of course. <laughs> they want to spread our, our shit out. They want to they fucking thin us out That's, so that, that way their fucking, their agenda gets pushed through. The bill would allocate $6.5 million in foreign military assistance to Taiwan and supports the establishment of joint task forces in joint training programs with the U.S. to more comprehensively address the instability uh, in the Indo-Pacific. Legislation echoes calls for increasing open cooperation with Taiwan in an effort to better determine how the U.S. could best support the island's military. Historically, the U.S. government has had a somewhat ambiguous public policy in this respect with the, um, the general understanding being that Washington still adheres to the one China policy. You know, th- these, these stupid fucks need, need to get out of fucking office. We need them out of there. Fucking they're, they're literally bleeding this fucking country dry. Yeah. And then you got stupid activists like fucking dipshit hog. Like, Oh, you, we, we don't need guns in this country. Yeah, we do. Because you know what? Um, when the when fucking the Chinese military ends up over here because we gave all our shit to Ukraine and fucking Taiwan and we don't have anything to defend our country, guess who's going to be the acting militia in this country? The U.S. citizens, you fucking dipshit. <laughs> to this day, the U.S. Uh, one China position stands. The United States recognizes the People's Republic of China as a sole legal government of China, but only acknowledges the Chinese position that Taiwan is part of China. Read an article published by the Center of Strategic and International Studies. Thus, the United States maintains formal relations with the PRC and has unofficial relations with Taiwan. Debates on this stance have gone on in recent years, especially following multiple comments made by U.S. President Joe Biden insisting that Washington would not get involved in the event of the Chinese invasion of Taiwan. Uh. Uh, wow. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. It's probably because, you know, president of China, you know, he's China first. Right. He's got a lot of fucking hats, that guy. I know. Jesus. Unbelievable. President of China, President of Ukraine. <laughs> Come on, man. White House members later walked his comments back saying that the U.S. continues to stand behind the China policy and won't move away from it unless the official policy change implemented. Despite these contradictions, the sending of an increased number of U.S. troops to Taiwan would at the very least be an outward display of cooperation between the countries which itself is significant so again probably you're not supposed to be doing that and yet he's fucking doing it just like with ukraine not supposed to be fucking sending shit over because you know yeah relations between Taipei, beijing and washington have been especially tense as a la- as of late due to the number of contributing factors whether it be Territory disputes over Taiwan and the South China Sea, balloon 
<laughs> the balloon problems or China's own rapid fielding and heavy investment in high end military technologies and weapon systems. The Pentagon says it is taking the necessary measures to avoid inflaming the situation further while ensuring Taiwan is capable to defend itself. Oh yeah. Just like you're not inflaming this fucking situation in Ukraine. Oh, exactly. One of the difficult things to determine is what really is objectionable to China. The U S official told wall street journal. We don't think at the levels that we're engaged in and are likely to remain engaged in the near future that we are anywhere close to the tipping point for China. But that's a question that is constantly being evaluated and looked at specifically with every decision involving support to China. An increased U.S. presence in Taiwan paired with Taiwan's own reportedly record-breaking Deployment of troops in exchange underscores the expanding strategic partnership between the countries. How it may be interpreted by China remains to be seen, but it is clear that the U.S. intends to increase its military support for the island nation. That's fucked up. I mean, I don't know. They they have to they they have to know that what they're doing is is only going to escalate the situation. It's not. It's not going to de-escalate the situation. No. And how about how about we just pull all our shit back, like we've been saying with the whole Ukraine thing, and let let everything play out the way it needs to play out. And then if somebody steps on U.S. soil or attacks U.S. soil, then we get fucking involved. Exactly. And you, you know, I, it almost seems like the these fucking government officials aren't thinking of the troops as real fucking people. First of all, because. You're, those people, yes, they they enlisted in the army or or whatever branch that they're in, and they they know the you know the the repercussions of that. But what they need to think about is those are fucking people. They they could have a, a wife, a fiance, a girlfriend, a kid here or whatever, and you're just gonna be like, no, you're, you're stationed now in fucking Taiwan, and so now you have to you have to fucking make a life over there in Taiwan, and then let's say the next in the next presidential election, we get somebody with a fucking more stable head and they're like, no, we're going to bring everybody back. And look what I did. I brought everybody back, which is a good thing. But now that person just got settled in Taiwan. Now they have to come back to the U S and fucking redo it all over again. Well, it's not only that it's like we're, we're sending troops over there for no reason. Like uh, again, it has nothing to do with us. No, it doesn't. I don't know why we got to train fucking troops. Like back in the day, like you go way back into history, people weren't like, "Hey, uh, you're you're a weaker weaker country." Let let you know, as us being a stronger country, we're gonna fucking train you. No, what happened is a stronger fucking country is invaded and fucking took you guys over. Right? Yeah. Oh well, not a fucking problem. Not a fucking problem. But bring it into my next one from Fox News: Inspector General investigating Pete Buttigieg's extensive private jet travel after Fox News digital report. And yes, I purposely said his name wrong. <laughs> because I don't give a shit this this fuck uh, fuck him. He doesn't he doesn't deserve to have his name correctly said. So, you should have just said the transportation sec- secretary or whatever the secretary of transportation or whatever the fuck his position is. Yeah, it's fucking you know, useless. Useless. That's exactly what he is. But it goes on to say the the DOT internal watchdog is opening an audit into Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg 
Over his extensive use of private jets, the agency confirmed to Fox News Digital on Monday. The DOT Inspector General investigation comes roughly two months following a Fox Digital report that showed Buttigieg, who has reportedly argued in favor of aggressive action to combat climate, has taken at least 18 flights using taxpayer-funded private jets since taking office in early 2021. Like, that that's... Uh, here, here's this guy all about fucking green energy, and he's fucking flying around all over the fucking country almost as much as AOC is. Like, what the fuck? You know, he's a, he's a fucking hypocrite just like she is and fucking shows that he doesn't give a fuck about green energy because if any of these fucks did, they would be admitting... They wouldn't be admitting all the toxins into the atmosphere and basically disregard for the planet, which they are fucking so worried about. You know well, what I mean? The, they, they know they're doing that, so that's why they got to get the normal American people to fall under this uh, green movement and get rid of their cars and everything that is emitting toxins in the air so then they can fly around in their jets and do whatever they want when they want. And then they don't feel that bad about polluting the air. Yeah, it's the separation of the elite and the common person. That's right. That's what it is. And, it, you know, not one of these motherfuckers say anything about the ozone layer fucking being repaired. It repaired itself. So, obviously, whatever whatever's being done has, has done a good thing. But, you know, we're American, so don't fucking force shit down our fucking throats. But it goes on to say, after American after Americans for public trust helped determine Secretary Buttigieg's excessive use of taxpayer-funded government jets, we are pleased to see that his air travel is now under investigation, APT Executive Director Caitlin Sutherland told Fox News Digital on Monday. Every day, Americans have faced unprecedented flight cancellations and disruptions, but Buttigieg has continued to fly private, even on a Coast Guard plane, and even when commercial options were readily available. And, you know, this is fucked up that they fly they fly around and they don't have, have to spend a dime on it because, you know, they're going to, you know, it's for work. It's, they're going to meetings and they're in speaking engagements. And all that, all that that is is get all these rich fucks together and brag how their quote-unquote investments are doing, meaning all their fucking Ukraine shit and whatever world fucking world trafficking and shit. But... <laughs> with the country the way it is they need to have fucking virtual meetings like everybody else like there's there's some big companies that they they have zoom conferences and zoom meetings and all that shit so why can't they fucking do it they don't there's no reason for them to be flying all over the fucking place it doesn't make any sense but you know of, of course i don't have all the answers because i'm just a fucking regular person but you know using common sense I know this country could be run a lot better if they would cut back on all the extra shit they waste money on. Yeah, I don't know. It's fucking ridiculous. But I'm going to bring it into my next article. Uh, key U.S. inflation measure surges at fastest rate since June. The Federal Reserve inflation gauge rose last month at its fastest pace since June, an alarming sign that price pressures remain entrenched in the U.S. economy and could lead the Fed to keep rising interest rates well into this year. There's no inflation. What are you talking about? <laughs> Last Friday's report from the Commerce Department showed that consumer prices rose 0.6% from December to January, 
up sharply from a 0.2 increase from November to December. On a year-over-year basis, prices rose uh, 5.4% up from 5.3% annual increase in December. Excluding vital food and energy prices, so-called core inflation rose 0.6% from December, up from uh, 0.4% rise the previous month. And compared with a year earlier, core inflation was up 4.7% in January versus the 4.6 year-over-year uptick in December. The report also showed that consumer spending rose 1.8% last month from December after following from the previous month. January's price data exceeded forecasters' expectations, confounding hopes that inflation was steadily decelerating and that the Fed could relent on the campaign of rate hikes. It follows other recent data that also suggested the economy remains gripped by inflation despite the Fed's strenuous efforts to tame it. Last week, the government issued a separate inflation measure, the Consumer Price Index, which showed that prices surged 0.5% from December to January, much more than the previous month's 0.1% rise. Yeah, see, it's a fucking... Measured year over year, consumer prices climbed 6.4% in January. That was well below the recent peak of 9.1% in June, but still far above the Fed's 2% inflation target. <laughs> well, when Trump, when Trump uh, came out of office, that's where the inflation was at. It was like 2, 2% around there. Oh, but according to Biden, you know, the inflation was already there. Even well, though he said there well, wasn't well, inflation. Well, well, in in all reality, he was right. There was two percent of inflation, but then he took it up to fucking almost ten percent. Mm, yeah, you know exactly. I mean, it's come down to like what they said, like six and a half or six point four now. But and that know. and that just shows what Trump was doing for the country was in the midst of fucking COVID. Inflation was only at two percent. Yeah. So and, ima- so imagine if he was in right now, like. Everybody be doing great. Yeah, I probably have my Camaro. <laughs> okay. Well, it doesn't look like you're getting your Camaro because it looks like interest rates are going to be going up steadily this year. So, so deal with that, okay? Great. Okay, get your tissues. <laughs> Since March of last year, the Fed has attacked inflation by rising its key... All right. Since March of last year, the Fed has attacked inflation by raising its key interest rate eight times. Yet, despite the resulting higher borrowing costs for individuals and businesses, the job market remains surprisingly robust. That is actually a worrisome sign that the Fed becomes in strong demand for workers tends to fuel wage growth and overall inflation. Employers added a sizzling Uh, 517,000 jobs in January, and the unemployment rate fell 3.4%, its lowest point since 1969. Mm. Mm. (laughs) I don't don't know where they're getting those numbers because everywhere I walk into, there's a fucking now hiring sign. Well, that's, that's just like Biden, you know, having one of his fucking speeches and claiming, oh, I did this, this, and this. And then the White House has to fucking do damage control and be like, no, that wasn't the right number. This is the right number and fucking because he doesn't know his ass from his elbow. Reaccelerating price pressures coupled with 
a still strong labor market that is restoring incomes and it's supporting demand will keep the Fed on track to hike rates further over coming meetings, said the chief U.S. economist at High Frequency Economics. The Fed is thought to monitor the inflation gauge that was issued Friday, the personal consumption expenditures price index even more closely than it does the government, better known CPI. Typically, the PCE index shows the lower inflation level than the CPI. In part, that's because rents, which have soared, carry twice the weight in the CPI that they do in the PCE. The PCE price index also seeks to account for changes in how people shop when inflation jumps as a result, and it can capture emerging trends when, for example, consumers shift away from pricey national brands in favor of the less expensive store brands because prices are going up. The consumer price index showed a worrisome rise from December to January. It jumped 0.5%, five times the, the November to December increase. Likewise, the government's measure of wholesale inflation, which shows price increases before they hit consumers, accelerated 0.7% from December to January after having dropped 0.2% from November to December. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it is. And then you got dipshit out there, fucking Kamala Harris, saying, oh, inflation's down. People are going to... able to do more with their money, go on vacations, get that new car. Are you a fucking idiot? No, because she doesn't fucking, she's not down here at the real level like we are. She doesn't have to deal with shit like us. They get fucking handouts. They have inside deals. They have shit comp for them just because of their fucking position and shit. So they don't, they don't understand the real fucking struggle because they're, they're in another fucking upper level, upper crust fucking area. And we're, we're down here. You know, being the fucking down here in the drudges, fucking. She, she she's just a fucking moron. I don't even know how you you can you can even say that, knowing that people people can't do shit. No, because inflation's so high and prices are so high and interest rates are so high. Yeah, like and the fucking just to, why why like you said in the previous podcast, why do you think people are hanging on to their fucking cars a lot longer? Yeah. Like sure, we 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 make jokes about fucking people out there, but they they must be like, what's the fucking point? Well, no, they're they're driving that vehicle, but literally they're fucking. It's 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 got to be worse than paycheck to paycheck. You must at the end of the month be like, fuck, how am I going to pay for this? Right. Yeah, it's true. So, bringing into my uh, last article, and it's a little bit of a nicer article. So, figured I you know have a little bit of a change here. And it's from CNN. Americans have changed the way they exercise. Here's how the gyms are adapting. Planning to hit the gym during rush hour? You'll have much better luck finding an open elliptical machine than a bench press, squat rack, or 30-pound dumbbell. That's fucking, that's true. Jesus Christ. Like, I haven't been to the gym in a little while, mostly because of my injury, but I I would purposely not go to the gym between, like, 3 and 6 in yeah. the afternoon because jesus same here everybody's there yeah i don't go during that time either yeah it's pretty busy yeah, it is, it so, is. so strength training also called weight training or resistance training has surged in popularity driven by new research on its health benefits the growth of high intensity gyms like crossfit and more women brushing off stereotypes that bodybuilding is for men only 
It's just the latest in a series of radical shifts over the decades in how Americans exercise. You know, I really like this article because I think everyone that is able to work out should. And at whatever level you're at, it doesn't matter. Like, there's all that fucking, you know, you have the guy over there. He's fucking bench pressing 500 pounds. And you got fucking this guy over here can barely do 100. But they're both fucking, they're both pushing to their max. And that's the fucking point. And people need to stop, you know, fucking leave their egos at the fucking door, first of all. Because, you know, you're going to the gym to improve yourself and everybody's at different levels. Like, that guy bench pressing 500 pounds, he's probably been doing it for fucking 20 years. And the guy fucking doing 100 probably got injured and he's just getting back to it. So, (laughs) 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 So... I think everyone should push themselves uh, to be the best they can. And going to the gym is, is one of those. And you don't have to be, you know, use every piece of equipment. Just go there, do some sort of movement with some sort of resistance on there. And you're, you're gradually going to get better at doing that and increasing the weight and, you know, be the strongest person that you can be. And that's, that's really what everybody should be doing as long as you are able to do it. And, um, but yeah, goes, because if uh, in all reality, you should be just trying to better yourself as uh, an American. Because the more you better yourself as an American, the less likely the government is to control you. Because you know, one of the biggest things is they want you fat, out of shape, fucking yep, sitting in front of a fucking cell phone and waiting for your next order and like, smoking a blunt. Yeah, <laughs> fucking losers. But um, goes on to say, Planet Fitness is. Reducing the available space in some gyms for cardio and adding more room for functional training and kettlebell workouts. Now, adding more space for pizza and donuts. Yeah. <laughs> now that's at the front counter. <laughs> well, they, they they must they must be extending the counter. Yeah, probably. I mean, you know, Planet Fitness is is good for you know some people, like maybe people that are just starting out or or whatever. Um, because I'm I have never been a big big strong guy or anything like that but i went to planet fitness to help out a co-worker and he was like hey give me some pointers or, or whatever i was like yeah we'll come you know i'll do a workout with you and so i went there and one of them was the flat bench with with dumbbells so i go over to the dumbbells and the biggest dumbbell i could find was 40 pounds and i was like uh this is gonna work for me but i can show you and he wasn't he wasn't at that at my level and you know, I didn't, I didn't put it out there like, oh, well, they don't have dumbbells for me to really get a workout in. But I was just like, yeah, whatever. Here's the movement. And I fucking, I had him do the movement. So. You done bragging? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bragging. It's reminiscing. Okay. <laughs> oh, so, so you're, you're like those guys that were on the high school football team that are 50 years old walking around with their left. <laughs> Letterman jacket, fucking sitting at the bar being like, yeah, you know what? If the coach put me in this weekend, we would have won that game. Is that you? Well, yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, sometimes I just, I just dress in what I used to go to the gym in and just fucking just puff my it. chest out and walk around and make it look like I fucking did something. <laughs> Splash some water on you. <laughs> Whew, that was a good workout. <laughs> It goes on to say changes in how people exercise have forced gyms to adapt with new uh, gym designs featuring more dumbbell and squat racks and open areas for lunges, deadlifts, and other weighted exercises, which is fucking great. I mean, the, the gym that I used to go to, uh, 
they didn't have any more room. They did expand. They didn't but have that, any that more room for, you know, the 50 and 60 pound dumbbells that I'm using. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, they, they, it was a, it's a small gym. They did expand it a little bit, but this, that, that was like fucking four or five years ago. So, oh, would you have to go up to the front counter and request, uh, they get bigger dumbbells. Yeah, I did. I, I invested, I invested in them. <laughs> Uh, it goes on to say, in the past, it was, let's cram as much equipment into these rooms as possible, said Daniel Allen, an architect who has designed residential and commercial gyms around the country. Now, it's how much free space can we add? And uh, I like, you know, when I was going to the gym, I liked all the all the people around because it it just gave a certain vibe for the place and it kind of amped you up to to actually push and, you know, hit your rep range and in your weights, your your weight range and everything like that, but... I would love like that gym that I, I still belong to, to fucking to, to expand because they don't have enough fucking shit. They don't have enough. They don't have enough room. They don't have enough dumbbells. <laughs> they don't have enough dumbbells. They need more dumbbells. The fuck? They only go up to a hundred. <laughs> I don't even think you can lift a hundred. Uh, no, not right now. Not with, not with my injury. <laughs> I'm restricted to fifteen. <laughs> Not even 15s. My my weight restriction is 15, so I need like seven and a half pound dumbbells. <laughs> I'm gonna get jacked. All right, my last article. If you're done talking about yourself over there, oh, definitely. Okay. Uh, train carrying propane derails in Florida's Manatee County. Oh, great. Here we go again. A train carrying propane tankers was involved in a derailment on Tuesday near the Sarasota and Manatee County line, according to local officials. Five train cars loaded with sheetrock and one tanker loaded with 30,000 gallons of propane ended up on their sides due to the derailment. Additionally, a second propane tanker derailed but remained upright. Officials will have to transfer the propane from tankers evolved in the derailment, which may reportedly take one to three days to complete. So in those one to three days, something's going to happen and they're going to blow up. Yeah, probably. The incident happened Tuesday morning near the uh, 7200 block of 16th Street East, according to county officials. Jesus. Oh, you know where that is? <laughs> no, this is... A oh, you were, sh- you were shaking your head. And, well, I, I know, I know you, you, were, you were down in the Florida area at one point in your life, so yes. I didn't know if that was, that was your... Your hood. Uh, God, no. Fuck that place. (laughs) God, no. We are proud of our first responders. Manatee County Board of County Commissioners Chair Kevin Van Ostenberg said. They need to fucking chill out with all these fucking labels and names and shit. Their, Their quick action has helped maintain the safety and security of our citizens. Well, yeah, they do need to ch- uh, chill out with it because pretty soon it's going to have, uh, you know, their pronouns and all that stupid shit. Oh, Jesus. Manatee County officials have not reported any leaks as a result of the derailment nor injuries. However, hazmat crews are still monitoring the situation. Yeah, something's going to happen. Yeah. South Manatee County Fire Rescue Chief Robert Bounds said we have drones we run the hazmat team for the county of Manatee, and we were in the air with our drone, which has thermal capabilities. 
we were able to look at the tank and see that the levels of the tank from the outside, it should, it'll show up different colors if anything is actually leaking. There are no leaks. There are no actual physical damage to the tank other than the rollover. But there is no significant damage to it. Local officials have not issued any evacuations, road closures, or shelter-in-place orders. Well, why would they? They didn't do that in Ohio. <laughs> right. And that was a hell of a lot worse. However, Bounds and his team discovered a homeless camp on the other side of the train tracks, and they have sent some officials there to address the people out there and address the potential danger. Camp homeless? <laughs> We aren't sure how many many people we couldn't visualize that from the air, Bounds said. We did send MSO and some other teams down there to address the people out there and to address the potential danger. And we will monitor them as well in the event we have to evacuate. Manatee County spokesman Bill Logan also warned businesses in the surrounding area they may have to evacuate if conditions change. All right, so propane is a compressed gas, and if it does leak, all it takes is a little spark, and that shit will fucking be like a nuclear bomb. Yeah, but, I, okay, you're right, but um, most things that haul pro, propane, um, they're not the same thickness as, like, um, a gas tanker. Gas tankers are really thin. The propane ones are, like, fucking really thick, so in case something yeah. like this happens. But, I don't know, somebody's going to fuck something up, and they're... they're I, I will not be surprised if there's an explosion in that county. No, me neither. I mean, I don't. I really don't think. I don't think anything's going to happen, honestly. But like you said, I wouldn't be surprised um, because there's no fucking hazardous chemicals that they can burn off. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the explosion would definitely clear like a, a mile or two fucking radius. Yeah, like, level that, it. That would be fucked. But you know, oh, that'd just be fucked. <laughs> It'd be fucked, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think it'd be good for those people. No, it definitely wouldn't be. Um, but, you know, whether or not, because there's been some conspiracy out there that the government's behind all these train derailments and shit. Oh, what are you talking about? Trains derail every year. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, this they is, shouldn't. This is a normal thing. It Fucking, it's a normal thing. It shouldn't. These, these railroad companies, they, you know, whether or not it's the government or not, they need to be held liable for this shit. If those, if those tracks or the, or the train cars or whatever it is, whatever's causing the derailment that needs to be investigated. And, and then I think all of the fucking train tracks everywhere, they should be fucking inspected, which they should already be having annual inspections or whatever. But you know, with all these train derailments coming out, like these, these fucks need to fucking step up the game and secure the tracks. Yeah. So if this is your first time listening to the show, um, you should probably hit that subscribe or follow button, depending on what directory platform or podcast app you're using. Because if you made it this far through the show, you probably enjoyed it. Um, also, while you're uh, subscribing to that, you can head over to our Instagram and Twitter and give us a follow. That's at checkers underscore and underscore MJ. And while you give us a follow, you can give us a like. You can um, comment on one of MJ's reels and call him stupid or fucking tell him he doesn't know what he's fucking talking about. Because yeah, that's, that's, welcome. What, that's what we've been, been seeing a lot, having some good laughs with that. 
Also, you can go on Truth and find us there at the underscore realist underscore uncensored. And we are still on YouTube at the realist uncensored. But like we said, we don't know how long that's going to be. Yeah, probably not too long. Uh, we might we might uh, try and just put up one of the shows, see if that gets any traction. But as of right now, not much is going on there. But you can check us out. You know, we got a couple things up there. And also, um, don't forget to check out Wednesday's show that just came out. That was The Realist Unwrap, The Criminal Justice System, where we dive into the criminal justice system and what's wrong with it. And we give what we see could be the solutions. And that's from the police departments to the court systems to the prison systems. So give that a listen and uh, probably enjoy that episode because uh, we drop shows weekly on Wednesday and Friday and also be on the lookout for those holiday episodes because, you know, holidays are pretty sporadic. So on some days you might get a double episode or you might get an episode on a Monday or you know, a random day. So if you were subscribed to the show, you'd know before everybody else. Exactly. So with that being said, you know, that, that's pretty much the show, unless you got anything else to add. America needs to get out of everybody else's fucking bullshit, and we need to fucking build up this country. Yeah, we need to stop being the world fucking police. Worry about this country. That That's a great point, MJ. <laughs> fucking great point. 